Hi, it's Chris Watkin here, and I'm joined by Lucy Noonan, who is head of checkbooks at uh, Lomond Capital. Um, why is everyone going absolutely crazy at the moment for acquisitions? I mean, you guys, you spent in excess of £100 million in the last few years. Deep pockets. Why is this? Talk to me. I think um, the lettings landscape has really changed over the last two, three years. I think we are moving more into a regulated industry, which I, for one, think is really important. Um, but there's so much change. And for independent agents to just keep on track with that, um, I think has become quite demotivating. And I think you're either an estate agent or you're a letting agent. Someone really, um, 20 years ago when I first went into the industry, said to me, estate agency is like a one night stand and lettings is a long term relationship. And I think that's really, I know that's quite crude, but it, it, it's quite real and quite sensible, really, that, that estate agency, there's a, there's a clear end goal and lettings, you're constantly having to work with that landlord and constantly having to keep up with to date with change. I mean, are the people who are selling at the moment, is it a state agent selling their lettings book or is it just lettings agents getting out of the business? Both. So I am seeing more of an increase in people wanting to just sell their lettings book to purely focus on a state agency. I think also that's because of the boom, because of everything that's happening at the moment. They're seeing lettings as a hindrance and they just want to focus on their core, core area. But a lot of a lot of the acquisitions over the last five to ten years has been retirement, but now we're seeing a lot more that people are wanting to go into the financial services sector, or they're wanting to focus on sales, um, or they just want to move industries and they've just had enough. But surely this is the mistake that people made in two thousand and eight, where they were, where they it was, you know, when the housing market went belly up, it was the lettings books that that saved them. Now they've got these lettings books. I mean, I know you, you obviously want them to, you want to buy them. I mean, you've got deep pockets, but surely they're cutting their nose off to spite their face, aren't they? Well, not necessarily, because if you're not, you've got to get out of bed and enjoy your job, haven't you? Yes, you have. And I think, I think at the moment, you either are a lettings professional or, or an estate agency professional. And I think, you know, in lettings, um, it's, it, it's, it's, it is changing and it is becoming more regulated. And, you know, there's some quite frightening, you know, you can go to prison for some things if you don't get it right. And I think that kind of threat as well is making people question, do I actually really want to have this business? Um, and a lot of letting agents that have had a business for a long time, they don't, again, we said before, they don't work actually in the business day to day, but they own it. They take that full responsibility. They don't want to take it. Do you think it's a way for people to cash out, almost partly cash out, re realise some of the equity that's in their business? Absolutely. And, you know, I would say that at the moment, every the acquirers that are out there are paying probably more than they would pay um, three, four years ago. Because let's be honest, prices are really, really good when the lights of Countrywide and DLSL had huge checkbooks. Yeah. Um, then we had the tenant fee ban, and obviously we all know what happened with Countrywide's checkbook. Um, did prices drop, and then they've come back now? Now yeah. you're back in writing checks like video. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that change for the last three years, there's, there's those people that were naturally going to exit that now, all right, right it's time, I'm going to exit. And uh, I'm assuming that you're not just the only player in town. There must be some other people with some other equally big checkbooks. I mean, I know you're not going to mention any names, but, you know, are people getting damn good prices for them? Are yeah. you having to pay top dollar? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for us, we're very strategic in where we want to buy and what type of businesses we want to acquire. But, you know... Um, 
I've been working in acquisitions for a long time and I get contacted quite a lot from people that I know in the industry saying, look, this agent down the road I think is going to sell. Can you can you give me some advice? So there's also, I think, people are focusing on companies like the Lohman Group and, and other, other large corporates, but there's also a lot of acquisitions happening independent agent to independent agent. Um, you know, we, last just last week, there's two independent agents that have merged together to join forces. So again, I think we are definitely seeing the landscape of the industry changing. It's not just about lots of little, little one-man bands. And are you finding agents are approaching you or are they going through um, you know the, those agencies that sell the business. Right, I, mean, course, yeah. I mean, or are you actually um, approaching people yourself, or all the above? What, you know. Yeah. So that it's, that has really changed. I don't know whether that's become because I I used to work at LSL um, and now I've moved to the Lohman Group. Um, it used to probably I'd say eighty percent of our leads used to come from broker brokers. Um, now it's very much relationship led. So sellers are coming to us direct. And we are going directly and targeting those people, but we're not sending touting letters. Most letting agents will get a letter every week saying, I want to buy your business. You know, for us, regionally, we've got CEOs in each area and they know the businesses that they want to acquire and they've got a relationship with them. So it very much is now we're not probably using brokers as much. I mean, we've got some deals in the pipeline that have come from brokers, but not much. Myself, I used to work for one of the large, uh, bigger agents who were on the acquisition trail. And I noticed that if you could build a relationship up with the owner, you'd get it for a cheaper price. Absolutely. Sometimes. Well, I think ethically that's not what we want to do, but you want to have relationships with people. And also... we Because landlords, are, because they, they want someone to look after their babies, which yeah. is their landlords. Yeah, so in fact, only two weeks ago, we um, there was a bid for a business and actually we were the lowest, we, we bid the lowest, but we still got the acquisition because they knew that the brand it was going into and that the staff would um, look after. And I think, I think it's important as well that as an acquirer, it's really important to appreciate yeah. that this business is the owner's life. They've built this business up. It's and their baby. It's their, absolutely their baby. And I think one thing that I think sometimes acquirers need to appreciate is that relationship that I have with the seller. You know, I've, I've had tears. I've been invited to weddings from sellers. You know, I go on that journey with them. You know, there's, there's highs and there's lows. And just before you're about to complete, it is really emotional because this is something that you've done your whole life. And, you know, choosing an acquirer that's going to actually understand that and come on that journey with you is, is really important. So what do you do differently at Lohman that others don't then? Have a relationship with the seller and don't st sit behind a purchase agreement. You know, we're quite commercial. If there's a sticking point that two solicitors are having, a, a, you know, arguing over a certain indemnity or a warranty, we just get an all-party call together. Let's get on and let's let's talk about it. And commercially, what is the risk and, and, and move forward? Um, some acquisitions can take, you know, months our average acquisition turnaround at the moment is five to six weeks. And that is just because we're open and upfront and we're honest. Um, and if there's an issue, we'll come to you with that issue, but we'll look for a solution. We won't try and bat you over the head with it. Thank you for your time today, Lucy. Thank you.